Welcome back. Oh, welcome back to episode five of the Fade Podcast. I'm joined once again by my colleagues Cam Britt, Ethan McLeod, Stephen Laurie, and a new host to the podcast, Dylan Poopa. Welcome to the podcast, Dylan. Thanks, guys. Happy to be with you here to chat some sports. Thank you. It's nice to have you. Catch a buzz real quick, too. So, um, starting off today, we got big news. DeMar Hamlin has now been discharged from the hospital and is now doing his rehabilitation from home. We're happy to hear that. And, again, with the Buffalo Bills, very a very good organization. They paid him, even though he went on IR, his salary in full. When you hit the IR, you're a, there, a team is able to take salary out from you. And we know with the Buffalo Bills, when Tua got hurt, that their organization and fans donated to his um, cause. So with that, I, I want to just extend my prayers and my thoughts to DeMar Hamlin as rest of um, Buzz Talk Sports does. We have big news this week. You know, we're hitting the playoffs. So I want to hear your guys' opinions. Let's go first right into it. Cam, we got Bucks, Cowboys. Where are we at with that? So obviously you got Brady coming into the playoffs. Dangerous guy. I said it earlier. I say it again. I'm not afraid of Tom Brady in the playoffs this year for the sheer fact that they haven't been playing up to the caliber team that they should be. You know, they have all these weapons on offense and it hasn't produced as much as it should have. So I would take the Cowboys this round. They'll see what they have to say. But yeah, my pick's the Cowboys. Ethan? Um,. Yeah, I think this is a, it's a good matchup for the Bucks. Honestly, we've seen them in the past. Past two times they played the Cowboys, their offense they just they find a way to to do it against the Cowboys defense. But I think this year is different. Obviously, Week One it was a different story. The Bucks were completely healthy, and Dak Prescott also got hurt. Uh, the Bucks ended up winning that game by what like sixteen points. Um. But I think this year, this year is different for Brady. His team ain't got the magic like they used to. I'm taking the Cowboys. Dylan, what we knowing you're a Cowboy fan, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Wow, I was expecting it to, to be Bucks, 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 Bucks with all these Eagles fans in here. But let's be real. All I've been hearing from Lucas up there is the Tom Brady seven and zero against the Cowboys. Yes. Well, guess what? 2015, that doesn't matter today. He beat him in 2015. Does that matter today? No. So I'm taking the boys, and all the hate towards him is just making me want to take him more. Every single show you watch, it's hate on the Cowboys this week just because of last week's performance. And, like, I mean, since the Eagles game, they've been playing poorly. But I'm just – the Bucks are just – they're not there this year. If you watch them the entire season, their offense is weak. They can't run the ball. So, But it does worry me that they can't run the ball. Brady's going to throw 50 times in this game. And Dallas' secondary is really weak right now without their number two corner. They have nobody. They're, they're running off practice squad. They just signed Xavier Rhodes. I mean, he just got cut by the Bills. Like They're just throwing people in there to see what they could do. So that does scare me. But I just don't think it's going to be enough. They're, they're, Brady's been checking the ball down all year. That's all he's going to do is check it down to the running backs. And the Cowboys are going to – their offense is going to reestablish himself. And next week at this time, we're going to be talking, are the Cowboys back into the serious contenders conversation? 
I agree with all these, dude. I don't think Brady's his normal self this year. He doesn't look like how he has in previous years when he was with the Patriots during a dynasty or when he won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. I agree with Dylan, too, 100%. I think Brady's going to throw probably 50 times. Just check it down to the running back. Not actually 50 times, but he's going to throw a good bit. And he's just going to check it down to the running back, hit them quick slants pretty much the entire game. But I do think that the Cowboys are going to win. I'm not going to be a biased Eagles fan here. Um, Dallas' secondary isn't looking that good, but um, I don't think Brady's looking that good either or the entire offense over there on the Bucks. So I'm rolling with the Cowboys this week. Or not this week, in the playoffs, I mean. Yeah, I would I would definitely say that the Cowboys have the upper hand going into this game. Um, you know, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Oh, against the weak secondary though with the Cowboys. I like I like the Xavier Rhodes signing. A former I believe he was a former all pro at Minnesota if I'm not. He was not good, wrong. dude. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I believe he's a former all pro pro bowler at least, but at one point he was actually ranked with Minnesota the number one corner in the league. Obviously, father time catches up to everybody, and I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to say like Tom Brady hit father time, but dude, like a guy like Micah Parsons, and that's a scary guy to face, and even Demarcus Lawrence. But you know, like Tristan Worfs is a great player. But I got, I got the Cowboys in this. Um, I'd like to know your opinions. And again, Viking, we got Vikings Giants. That's as Dylan said, we're all Eagles fans, and then Dylan's a Cowboys fan. So a division rival between all of us is New York. Cam, what, what where are you looking at with uh, the Vikings-Giants? So a lot of people are saying that the Vikings don't really have a shot this week. I mean, they've been playing poorly for a while. But at the same time, you look at their team compared to the Giants. I mean, they're, they're pretty loaded. If Kirk Cousins could actually play in primetime, a primetime game. I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game for the Vikings. So I'm going to take the Vikings this week. I have hope for the Giants, but for me, I'm going with Minnesota. Are you hoping the Vikings in order that we we possibly get the Giants or or no, are I mean, are you hoping that the Giants would win, but you know the Vikings are so that Philly would end up maybe getting the Giants? I'm just hoping the Vikings would win. So then the next lowest seed would be if the if say if Dallas would beat I know we just said this but like say if Dallas would beat the Bucks I mean that would be yeah who's the seventh seed I mean Seattle we could beat Seattle and I don't think them they're not coming out of San Fran I know Bubba said it the other day but let's be honest here so I'm just hoping that we could get a Dallas Philly game hopefully but at the same time if we could play the Vikings uh, – or not the Vikings. If we could play in Philly against whoever – I mean, I, I honestly think that Philly is going to be just solid the all team. around. Yeah. The team yeah. Eth, Eth, what's your, what's your opinion on Vikings-Giants? Yeah, I agree with Cam. Uh, I hear a lot of people saying the Vikings don't got it. You know, they're just – they just got lucky. <clears throat> they just got lucky in the regular season. Um. But for them, honestly, if their stars, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, if they play up to their standard, I think they got this game. Uh, the Giants, you know, they're, they're a good team, but some weeks their offense, they, they just don't got it. 
Uh, we saw the Vikings. They played the Giants earlier this year. It was a close game. They beat them by three, so I think it's a good matchup. I think it just depends on uh, what team stars shine the brightest, and I think the Vikings will. I think Justin Jefferson has a big game. All right, well, I'm going with uh, the New York football Giants. I, I really, that, That's my pick of the playoffs right now is the Giants taking down Minnesota. Yeah, I mean – they, they, everybody's been saying it all over. They're either going to win by 40 or they're going to lose by 40 because that's what they've done all year. You know, Or no, win by win by one score or lose by 40. That's how they've been doing it all year. But the Giants are getting healthy. I like how they've been using Daniel Jones' legs a lot more because, you know, they don't have great receivers, so his legs could make up for that a little bit. And uh, we all know Kirk Cousins doesn't like to show up in big games. So, I mean, I'm taking Giants as my my sleeper pick this week. I agree with Ethan 100%. Um, I think Kirk Cousins has his moments, honestly, like where he can be pretty good. Not too long ago, they were just putting chains around his neck and stuff like that when he was in the plane saying he's a dog and stuff like that, which I don't think he's a dog. Like, I don't think he's this great quarterback, but I definitely think he's average. Like, I would put him definitely above, like, Garoppolo and Carr and, like, people like that. So, um, I'm rocking with Minnesota this year, or not this year, this week. And I think Justin Jefferson is an absolute dog, dude. I would argue that he is the best receiver in the league. Not the most complete, but I think he is the most effective wide receiver in the league right now. I don't even think there's a question about it. I just think he's good all around, and he's the dude that you want on your team out of everybody in the league. His age, just the way he performs, dude, what he's doing in his career, he's great. He really is. And I'm. it honestly saddens my soul that Philly didn't get him. But yeah, I'm rocking with the Vikings by at least ten points. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to rock with the Vikings too. I I feel like New York they're gonna just squander their playoff hopes this week. I think that they in the beginning of the season they looked hot. You know, they were like, Oh, yeah, here's did. Saquon. Yeah, Saquon's back, he's doing big things. Daniel Jones, though, I'm not I was never really over on him, but he don't really have receivers that have that he can really throw to. Like his good connection with uh, Sterling Shepard ended very early this season with a torn ACL. I think he's done in New York. Kenny Galladay never lived up to his potential. I got yeah, I got Minnesota. I think Kirk Cousins is going to shine bright this week, and that's just Minnesota is going to be that team that with Jefferson, you never know. You never know, like. You do know, but you never know. Like, is Slay going to come lock him down one week? Or is he going to come torch torch a corner? My my next thing that I want to say is San Fran and Seattle. I'd love to hear your guys' take on that in the NFC. That's the, I think, the two, right? Yeah, that's the two versus seven seed. So what do we all have with that? San Fran blows them out. That's not even going to be close. As much as I like Geno Smith and DK, it's just not going to be close. Brock Purdy has been playing at an elite level. I mean, obviously, his the teams he's been playing against, it's been dying down ever since the season has ended. But he's just a beast, man. I, I like him a lot, and I really think this is going to be a blowout game for, for San Fran. When you're Mr. Relevant, you got a lot to prove. Yeah, that's true. And he is. This is the playoff time, though, so it'll come to show. ETH, your opinion? They're calling him Mr. Relevant now. Because he's 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 went he's winning this football game. Uh, you know, it's it's a division game, so I don't know if it'll be a blowout. 
they played earlier this year and San Fran, they put up like three quick touchdowns and then the second half, they pretty much just coasted to the win. But I think with the playoffs, it, it'll be different. And we'll definitely, we well, we should see a good game out of Geno. But I, I just think that that San Fran team is nasty. I think that'll be too much to handle for the Seahawks on both sides of the ball, especially their D-line against Seattle's O-line. I think that's going to be the story of the game. I think they're going to dominate. I mean, San Fran is the team to beat in the in the NFC. I, I, I take San Fran over anybody. I fear them the most. I would love to see Seattle win. And you know what? I think there is a chance. And the reason I'm saying that is, is it's a divisional game. And this is the third time this is happening this year where they play each other. They San Fran won twice. What's the great saying? It's really hard to beat a good team three times in a row. So I'd love to see Seattle win. I love Geno. I just don't know if they have the power to do it. But I do think it's going to be a better game than most people think. I agree with Dylan too, man. I would love to see Seattle win, but I'm going with the 49ers. Like Cam said, Brock Purdy's playing on an elite level. His passer rating's over 100 right now. He's He was Mr. Irrelevant, and he's doing all this, man. He's thrown, I think, 1,300 yards in, what, six games maybe? That's pretty good, dude. He was the last pick in the draft. Like, that's pretty good for him. And um, going back to the Seahawks, Geno Smith, man, DK – Kenneth Walker, all them guys are good and stuff, but that Seattle – or not Seattle defense, that 49ers defense is just too much to handle right now, dude. They're playing so well. Nick Boza is so good and so quick. He's just – I think he's going to dominate, you know, honestly, the entire game. And I see the 49ers winning by at least two, maybe three touchdowns. Yeah, what was, I think Bubbles was saying that yesterday on the Philadelphia podcast. What is it, a plus 10, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I I would say San Fran in every every aspect. But again, what Ethan said is even though he did take San Fran, Gino ha- is going to come out and has to put a game up. I I get it. It's a regular season. What you do, what you do in a regular season. But at the same time, you have Seattle has a number five pick. Now you're getting a little older in age. The playoffs is where it counts. No one cares that, hey, we're the team that was supposed to tank and get the first pick when the season started and we got rid of Russ. So can Gino pull it off? I don't necessarily think so. But like Dylan said, hey, you got to beat a good team three. To beat a good team three times is very hard. So, But my, my point is, is I think San Fran's defense is great. I think their offense, they just have too many stars for Seattle's defense and their young secondary with with Michael Jackson Sr., Tariq Woolen, even though Tariq Woolen has been playing phenomenal. I just think there's a lot that there's too much for them to handle. We're going to switch over to the AFC and Jags Chargers. That's that's a big one, seeing uh, Trevor Lawrence now finally getting into the postseason, even though it's his second season. We're seeing the Jags with Doug Peterson. What's your guys' take? That's going to be a really good game, to be honest with you. I, I'm looking forward to watching that one. I, I think Herbert and Lawrence are pretty evenly matched, especially when it comes to uh, offensive threats, like wide receivers and whatnot. Like they're they're looking pretty matched going into this game. 
if I were to give it to anybody, I'd give it to Jacksonville, though. I think they have better coaching overall. I like Brandon Staley. I think he's an offensive guru. Eth? This is a tough one. I feel like this is a really good matchup. Both these teams, their offenses, they can go off any any week. And their defenses, pretty much they're both average. I mean, with the Chargers, they, they have stars. They have, you know, Khalil Mack, Derwin James. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. I think it'll be close throughout, and whoever has the ball last could win the game. And I think that'll be the Chargers. I think her. I think Herbert goes off. This one, this one's the tough one. I mean, I think this is going to be the closest game this week. I think this is such a coin flip for who to win. I can't say any of us are wrong or right. You know, before the game starts, I'm a big Herbert guy. I would love to see Herbert take it. But if Mike Williams ain't in, which they're saying he should be okay, but I, I, I'm not. They're not 100. We're not 100 percent sure right now. If Mike Williams isn't good after last week's back injury, I think that's going to give the Jags the win. But if if Mike Williams is in, I think it's just straight up coin flip. But I'm just going to go with my guy Herbert, and I'm going to go with the Chargers. It seems like Mike Williams is always hurt. Is it? Yeah, it does, man. Those Chargers receivers are always hurt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a they had a rough season. Steve, your take on it? Um, this I agree, dude. This is going to be a really close game. I feel like, and I feel like, um, Justin Herbert might just be a little bit better than Trevor Lawrence right now. But I do think that, like Cam said, dude, Jacksonville's on fire right now. They have the better coaching. Um, I just think, dude, that Jacksonville's going to win this game. And they've proven a lot this season. I think their number two wide receiver, Zay Jones, has proven a ton this season. Um, when Calvin Ridley comes back next year, dude, that team, that offense is going to be phenomenal. Trevor Lawrence is a dog. And, yeah, I think they're going to beat the Chargers, dude, for sure. And I think that they might even um, – I don't even – I don't know how many touchdowns I want to say that they beat them by, but I'll just go with a touchdown for now. I don't want to get too into it and make a crazy prediction. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Doug Peterson in this all the way. Former Eagles coach led us to won us the Super Bowl. I I like everyone has said, all of you guys, it, it's this is a game that's like one of the ones that everyone wants to watch in a way. Like there are no teams that are like, all right, yo, this this is who we want to really watch. Like you want to watch the Bills, you want to watch the Bengals, but like this game is like. Hey, there's a big star right now coming with Trevor Lawrence and also Herbert, who is the first quarterback his first three seasons that they're over four thousand yards in a season. I'm taking Jacksonville though. I I just like Dylan said, if Mike Williams isn't healthy, I I don't see them really having that firepower besides Eckler. But in the playoffs, you come and game plan for that, you know. So my 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 takes Jacksonville. I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a emerging star when he came out of the drafter saying he's the next Peyton. So we'll see with that. Next, we got the Bengals Ravens. What's your take guys? So that's a divisional game. And honestly, based on week 18, the way that the Ravens played and the way that the Bengals played, I, I think, I think this has potential to be a close game. Surprisingly, but with at no, the same with time, no, with no Lamar, with no Lamar playing, well, no, because Tyler Huntley is, is not a bad 
quarterback either. Yeah, no, he's not. But, like, it could go either way. And I'll be honest with you, I do think it'll be a close game. But I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to come out on top by at least two scores coming towards the end of the game. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you, Cam. Uh, I think it could definitely be a close game. You know, the Ravens' defense is top five in the league. Uh, They've been playing really good. It's just their offense that's been doing pretty much nothing. I mean, the reason they lost to the Steelers is because they they couldn't get one first down in the second half. So I think think it'll be a close game. It'll probably be a low-scoring game for the first two, three quarters. I think the fourth quarter, when it comes down to clutch time, I think I think Joe Burrow is gonna take him home. I think they'll probably probably win by at least ten when it's all said and done. So I'll take the Bengals. Well, all I'm saying is Baltimore season's officially over. With Lamar being out, it's just it's not possible for them to win. I really don't. I think Cincinnati's offense has too much firepower, and. I think they're going to jump out to a lead right off the bat. I, I honestly am taking a two-score game on this. I think, dude, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. I, he's an absolute dog. He's going to carry them through the playoffs. Mark my words, right now, they are going to the divisional round at least. He is a freak, dude. He's just such an elite an elite. Um, passer in the pocket. It's ridiculous. His decision-making is so good. He has Jamar Chase back. Um, I don't really – what's going on with T. Higgins right now? Like, he plans on playing, right? Or, like, is yeah. his head messed up? Or yeah, I think – did he – he played week 18, right? Yeah, he played. He did play. All right. Um, yeah, I think that offense is steaming hot. I think they have the potential to be great. He carried them to the Super Bowl last year. Could have won it, honestly. And, yeah, I think they dominate the Ravens, dude. Honest to God, Lamar is not in. He's, I don't think he's even going to be playing for the Raiders next year – or the Ravens next year. Um, Yeah, I think their season's just done. They're lucky they even made the playoffs, honestly. They have a great defense, don't get me wrong, but they're lucky that they're even sitting in the spot that they're in, in my opinion. I could see, I could see a complete blowout in this game. But why I couldn't is because the Ravens have that defense – Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen right now remind me of of the 49ers middle linebacker group. And Patrick Queen, since he has been in Baltimore, has been nothing but good to them. Obviously, there's a reason he got that extension. You got Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, a great safety group. Justin Houston is old, but he's playing very good. But I can see, I can see there's just that firepower with Cincy. You're, you're the AFC defending champions, and I just don't. It's not that I don't think Tyler Huntley's good, but it's also, I just don't see them going and beating Cincy. It's, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a blowout, in my opinion. It's gonna be a blowout, and Cincy takes it. I'd say right now, by at least three, three. Three scores that they win. By at least three scores. That's my take with the Cincy game. They're going to beat Baltimore by three scores. They're, and Baltimore is going to understand why you want Lamar Jackson in there. Going off of that, our final game of the playoffs in the AFC side, 
this is a kind of a no-brainer with what's been happening around the league and the teams with no Tua, but the Bills in Miami. Like, okay, all right. So I was thinking about taking the underdog here and going with Miami, but at the same time, it's the Bills, man. They're coming out with, like, they're, they're, they might go to the Super Bowl because just the heart that they're showing in the past week is ridiculous. So the Bills in a blowout by four scores. Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I agree with you, Cam. Uh, I don't think there's any way that the Dolphins keeps this one close. Uh, you know, with what happened a couple weeks ago, I feel like it's 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 going to be like a story. The the run that the Bills make after after all that they've been through, I I think they're going to make a story out of it. They're going to be playing with passion, uh, and the Dolphins like Skylar Thompson. Who even is that? Yeah, they're if not starting Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, if, if we're being honest, like the the Bills went they went one and one against the Dolphins in the regular season. They almost went on two, honestly. But that was with Tua. That was with a, a healthy team. And if you're not a Kansas State fan, I don't think you know who Skylar Thompson is. So I, I think I think the Bills win by at least three scores. All right, the Bills next. Go ahead, Warrior. <laughs> There's no need to explain it. There's just yeah. – you guys It's true. That. It is true. I was thinking about just doing the same thing that you did. But um, – yeah, I wouldn't say maybe four scores. I'd probably agree with Ethan and say three. Um, yeah, and who even is this Skylar Thompson dude? Is he a third string or what? Yeah. He is, yeah. He sucks, dude. He ain't doing nothing against the Bills. He has – they have all the momentum right now with everything that was going on with DeMar. Like you guys said, they're going to make a storybook out of this one, dude. They're going to make probably a Super Bowl run, and I think that they're going to end up being the ones to take the Bengals out in the divisional round. I mean, before you talk, Luke, could you imagine the amount of money you can make off of picking Miami and if they won? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you're basically giving away money at that point. But go ahead. And I, I would say that if you really wanted to, you go and throw that money on Miami just to hope. But I, I don't see it happening. Like I said, and all of you guys have said, this is a storybook ending. You know, I'm going to say it now. And as an Eagles fan, it sucks to say it. They're going to have the Bills win this Super Bowl. They're going to have the Bills win this Super Bowl. Josh Allen's due. Even before this, he's due to win one. He's due to – he's not winning the big games. So, I, I, I'm i saying, yeah. Yeah, we're obviously – it's obvious that we're going Buffalo. But, like I said, a storybook ending – and Buffalo comes out on top easily by at least three scores. You know, we're going to move off to the playoff, off of the playoffs. And uh, just your guys' opinions on, like, our veteran QBs that we grew up watching, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and if you want to really throw them in necessarily because whatever. Matt Ryan. So I'd like your guys' opinions on just, like, First, let's hit Aaron Rodgers. All right, so he does this. You were saying before he does this like every year. It's like, yeah. oh, it's his last. It's his last game in Lambeau. Oh, I'm gonna walk off the field with Cobb. He's gonna be a Packer next year, man. He's he signed this huge contract. No shot he takes like 
another contract out of it or even retires. He's always going to talk about it. He just wants the publicity. I hate when ESPN talks about Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he wants that sh- that like talk of the Brady. Like every year, is it Rogers coming back? You know what he I mean. He wants to like, stay relevant. He only got that one ring, so it's yeah. Like- but but he's also a back to back MVP at his at an older age to where. But like you said, his big contract. They just signed him this last off season, three years, one hundred fifty mil. But it was just like I I felt it was just like kind of like. A weird thing, like Jameson Williams asked him, he's like, "Can I get that jersey?" And he's like, "You know, I got, I got to keep this one." So, is it? Are we finally seeing Aaron Rodgers maybe hanging it up or going to request a trade because he doesn't want to necessarily rebuild? And I don't think there's even rebuilding in Green Bay. It's just, can you bring the young guys up? Like Christian Watson proved it. So I don't know. I think it, I think Rodgers is done in Green Bay. Yeah, I think like last year, like you heard you heard rumors the last two or three years about him leaving. Um, but I mean, he was coming off of MVPs, so he's he's not he's he can't leave this team after he just won two MVPs in a row. But after this year, I think he might realize that the team's moving in a different direction than what he would want and to win a Super Bowl. Obviously, um, you know they have obviously a young receiving core. A whole, honestly, their whole team's pretty young, um, and I don't think I don't I just don't think he sees that as successful for for the end of his career. So I think he could definitely ask out and move to a different city, but I don't I don't think he'll retire this year. He's still got a lot left in the tank. Yeah, no one wants to retire in Wisconsin. I can tell you that. We're talking about Mr. Choke Artist here. Is that who we're talking about? Because the guy can't seem to make it back to the Super Bowl in over a decade, but he's still one of the greats. Come on, I'm 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 not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. I think he's about himself, and that's why he wants all this attention all the time. You know, like you know, the Green Bay's playing bad at the beginning of the year. It's all the receivers. You know, takes why don't you be professional and take some blame on yourself? You know, but I think he's definitely done in Green Bay. I think he's done for sure. Just the, the look on his face as he's walking out. But maybe that was just looking out, looking at Lambeau Field, you know, just like embracing it all. But my if he's going to go somewhere, not a lot of people are talking about it, but I think the Raiders are where he could end up. He was with Devontae last year. They talked about how they wanted to be together. Out goes Derek Carr. Who's coming in? He, he If he goes there, he gets Darren Waller, which – Aaron Rodgers was shooting for in the or right before the trade deadline, and Darren Waller almost came over to Green Bay for him. So he gets Darren Waller, Renfro, which is a great route runner, which will get separation for him, and he's going to be back with Devontae. And I mean, they're not going to resign Josh Jacobs, I don't think. But either way, they're, they're still going to have a decent run game. So I think, I think the Raiders are actually a pretty decent spot for Rodgers to land, and that's where I think he's going to end up heading. Dylan just read my mind completely. I 100% agree with him. I just don't think anybody in their right mind turns down $50 million to play 17 games of football. Well, I don't care if my net worth's a billion dollars, I'm not turning down 50 mil for a season. Like, that's just crazy to me. But honestly, um, it's not all about money, dude, if you love the sport. 
which he does. He's one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. I love watching Aaron Rodgers. I think his arm is unmatched. And I definitely do see the Raiders as a landing spot for him, for sure. He loves Devontae. They're great friends. Like Dylan said, Darren Waller almost came to Green Bay. It would be a absolutely perfect spot for him to go. Even if they don't sign Josh Jacobs back, they don't really need him if they have somebody like Aaron Rodgers. They really don't. And the way that him and Devontae would play a dude over there in Oakland, having a steady tight end like Darren Roller, because let's face it, honestly, dude, Robert Tanyan's nothing special. Like, you know what I mean? If he has two targets that are really good like that, man, and Matt Collins, is is he the number two over in Oakland? Number three, maybe? I would say he's 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 getting this time, yeah. He does get time. I just don't know what he is. I don't really watch the Raiders, but they have some weapons over there for sure, and uh, I can definitely see the Raiders as a top landing spot for Aaron Rodgers without question. I just think it's a no-brainer, like Dylan said. So then what, where where would you go off of them with, like, Tom Brady then? You know what I mean? How we brought up, like, how I just brought up about Rodgers, Brady, and F Matt Ryan. What if, no, what if no Brock Purdy doesn't do anything in the playoffs and they don't have a quarterback, then Brady tries to go to the 49ers? They still have Trey Lance, which obviously – I don't, I don't believe in Trey Lance. But their their offensive system, yeah, they can change it to where like um, how we watched in the beginning of the year with Trey Lance, they they can change their offensive system because again, like Kyle Shanahan's a very good coach. So if you needed, if you need to go and throw that read option or the QB runs with Trey Lance, yeah, you're gonna. But then say you got Jimmy G in there. And Brock Purdy, which they're not both of them aren't running QBs. We're gonna go and get a pocket system going again. But what My has name? Trey Lance done to even prove that he deserves it? You know what I mean? He's played four games worth of snaps in what two years? Yeah, I I, I was never hooked on Trey Lance. I'm I, not. I I um coming out of college, I think it that was the COVID season that he came because when he got drafted, they wore the masks. I think he skipped out his senior year, if I'm not mistaken. It's a Carson Wentz story over there, dude. It's a it's a high draft pick by the Bison who doesn't work out. Yep, yep, by North Dakota State. So, like, where, where's your guys then, if we're talking veteran QBs, is Tom Brady at 45 years old going to go and hang it up then too? Or is he going to go and uh, keep pursuing this, this father time can't beat, beat these legs and beat this arm? Tom Brady's going to go back to New England or he's going to go to Miami. New England. All right. Now you go back to New England because Mac Jones just got – like he requested a trade. Yeah, he requested so a trade. He's familiar with that system. He's familiar with the head coach, familiar with the owner. Why would he not go back to New England, end his career there with a ring? Because it's entirely possible. They're going to get weapons in this draft. They're going to do a lot over the offseason if he comes. He's not going to take a huge contract because it's Tom Brady. I mean, he doesn't – do that no so i mean it's entirely possible and then you got miami on top of it he goes there he stays in florida he's not far from giselle if they ever get back together oh i think they're done <laughs> for bud but i mean it's entirely possible that if he goes there because two is out with his concussions a lot i don't think the guy should play football again so that's my thoughts on it i love to hear ethan's uh yeah, I could see I could see Tom going to Miami definitely. Um 
that's been in in rumors for over a year now. Um, back to New England, that would be crazy. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think he'd want to go back just because. I feel like him and Belichick didn't really end on the best of terms. Um, but I see that over him staying with the Bucs. I, I think this is last year no matter what what they do in the playoffs, no matter if they win, win a couple games, make a run, or if they lose to the Cowboys. I think this is last year with the Bucs. He'll, he'll be moving on, whether that will be into retirement, which I doubt, or a different team that could use him, that could make a run with him. I think that's that's what he'll be aiming for. You know, he's 45, but uh, even if he was 55, I couldn't say that he's retiring this year. It, it, he's just he's just something else. It's always so, yeah. iffy with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think he'll be he'll be moving. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Indianapolis. I don't know. There, there there's a lot of possible routes for him to go. What do you think, Dylan? Am I seeing something happen here? Am I seeing a Tom Brady back in New England with Gronk and Edelman on their last dance? What? No, that's what I'm saying, man. But I'm not. It's Edelman ain't yeah, you are, don't lie. <laughs> But no, it would be cool. I think it would be awesome to see. But uh, no, I'm. I have, I have a weird one for you, and I don't know how many people are going to agree with this, but. I think New York Jets. I think he could end up going to New York. Big city. You got Zach Wilson that's struggling. He you ain't paying him nothing, so he could just sit behind Brady. Let, let Brady teach him a little bit. When you play when I played a lot of sports in my life, when you're playing sports, it's confidence. Confidence is huge. If you don't have confidence, you're not gonna play well. I think Zach Wilson is dealing with some confidence issues. And I think he's trying to do too much. I think if Brady comes in, Brady could slow the game down for him, teach him a lot. Teach him that it's not as much as he thinks it is. It's a simple game if you really just make it simple. And I think he could be a lot for Zach Wilson's growth. And I mean, New York's ready for him. They got they got uh, receivers. They got a defense. They got a running back. I mean, coming off an ACL tear, but still got a running back. So I mean, and New York is the best city in America. So what better than Brady going in New York City to play some games? I agree with both these, honestly. I was as Dylan said the Jets, I was thinking in my head, like, what if he went to the Jets? Because like the whole thing with Zach Wilson and stuff, they really need a quarterback. But I think they're gonna end up going like the cheap route and trying to get like maybe taking a chance on like Derek Carr or something like that. But um I can definitely see Miami, dude, just because of the weather and everything down there. Dude, he's getting up there in age. They have weapons, he'd have Tyreek Hill, he'd have Jalen Waddle, he'd have Gasicki. Like they have they have some weapons over there, dude, in that offense. I can 100% see Tom Brady wearing a Miami Dolphins uniform next year just because it's Florida, honestly, and tearing it up in hard rock. Yeah, he's already in Tampa, already in Florida. So why why would we not see that happen? That's what, you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. And there, there's been rumors about him for the last, like Ethan said, the last year or so. Every year that he's saying, oh, I might retire, this and that, or when uh, they got – I think they lo- – didn't they lose a pick because they were, like, doing something with Sean Payton, something like that? Yeah, it was, like, manipulating well, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were trying to get Sean Payton up in there to get him with Brady. I I can see I can see Tom Brady maybe 
maybe going to Miami. I don't, again, I don't see him being a buck, you know, but. You know, Miami does make sense because, you know, nobody really thinks about it because all we do is think about these people as athletes. But from like a family perspective, like he does have kids and like the mother does live in Florida. Like, you know, moving across the country is going to limit him seeing his kids and stuff. And I know like people think he just doesn't care about him. He obviously cares about his kids. The media wants you to think that he just doesn't care about his kids and he just likes to play football. I think he loves football. He loves his kids. So I think Miami does make a lot of sense as well. I mean, some people would say he loves his kids too much. Yeah. The kissing on the lips and stuff. I definitely think if Brock Purdy doesn't perform up to expectations in the playoffs, dude, too, I definitely think that the 49ers could be a possibility, too. Don't forget that they're over in California, man. The weather's nice yeah, over there, too. Strong. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was always a fan growing up of uh, the 49ers. Yeah, dude. Like, I could – if. Purdy doesn't like say he just crashes right, and Seattle beats the 49ers. They ain't move, they ain't moving Brock Purdy up to the starting position, dude. Are you kidding me? Next year they ain't starting him if he crashes and burns in the playoffs. No way. They're gonna find somebody like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, something like that. And they're gonna try to make a Super Bowl run next season because they have the absolute weapons on both sides to do it. Why wouldn't you take the chance? You know what I mean? He's the goat. Well, I mean Brock Purdy could definitely have a bad game. I mean playoffs is a whole different ball game. So, They're I mean, counting on him right now, though, like big time. I don't think that's the term. I don't. I don't think. I think though. like the offense mm-hmm. is just easy for him, just because of all the weapons. But I, I could see him having a poor game. But I could still see San Fran winning, even if he has a poor game. I definitely think. I'm not saying he's gonna crash and burn or anything like that. I'm just saying if he does, like say he crashes, doesn't perform too well against Seattle, but they win, right? And then in the second game, he doesn't perform too well and they lose. I. Honest to God, does not do not think he would be the option next year. I really do think that they would sign a veteran quarterback and try to make a run like Tom Brady. I think I think he made it a lot farther than people would have thought, though. He hasn't even lost yet, you know. So no, me too, me too. I like Brady, but imagine what Brady would do over no, there: McCaffrey, I- Debo, um, Ayuk, Kittle. Like that would be nuts, dude. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's one thing you don't want to do is go into the playoffs on a you know X amount game winning streak. Like the mm. Niners, how many did they win straight there? They're pushing it up there. That's seven six, or eight. I think. No, I think I'm more no. Oh, I thought you like. I thought you were talking about Purdy. No, no, just like the Niners in general. Like, I mean, I, I don't like seeing that. I, if I was a Niners fan, I'd be like, lose the last game. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously yeah. you're the number one yeah. seed, but like once the Eagles were up, you know, it's just like, let's just take the L. <laughs> I mean, you don't ever want to lose on purpose, but. Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, going NFL, on, like, you're, you win ten games straight, you're gonna you're gonna lose soon. Like you're not gonna just keep winning. Going off of Purdy, obviously, yeah, he had his ma- ma- magical run. You know, I'm not gonna go and diss him at all. You know, no. being Mister Irrelevant, you weren't supposed to do nothing. You know, so good for him. Off of Tom Brady and off of Aaron Rodgers. You know, we're going to say screw Matt Ryan because, honestly, who cares about Matt Ryan? He ain't doing nothing, dude. You know, you got signed up, what, I think it was 40-some mil. And to what, go, go and craft a bet in Indy. You know, that was a team that, oh, if we got rid of Carson Wentz and we brought Matt Ryan, a former MVP, a former NFC cha- conference champion in, dude, you blow leads. Off of Matt Ryan, though, you, uh, I want your guys like take dude the big one with like Lamar Jackson. There's, there's, 
a lot of talk like that. He's not, he's not, I guess, hurt anymore. That like Harbaugh's very disappointed, and he's like, this is hurting the team emotionally. That Lamar doesn't want to play. My thought on it is, I think Lamar doesn't want to play because hey, you didn't pay me in this regular season when I deserved my extension. And now that I got hurt, you're going to try and go and lowball me to where there's going to be a team in the free agency market that's going to be like, you know what, we like Lamar. New York, for example, <laughs> I think they're going to shoot high on Lamar. I think Lamar is done in Baltimore unless they franchise tag him. And I don't think he'll play under the franchise tag because – I think it's only like 20 to 30 mil for a QB on a franchise. So I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on where you think Lamar stands in Baltimore. His his stance is that he wants to get paid more. That's that's my honest opinion about it. Mm, and I think I think he's done in Baltimore. I, I think they're gonna have to look for a new quarterback. Because I think he's gonna go to the Saints. Now, the reason I say that is because I think they're coaching – they're built for Jameis Winston, right? He was their main guy, mm-hmm. what, last year, two years ago? And he's a mobile quarterback. You throw Andy Dalton in there, obviously he beat the Eagles, but still, I mean, it's Andy <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> so you throw Lamar in that mix with Michael Thomas, what do you get? I think you get some wins out of that. Chris they, can get, they can afford him too. That's I think Thomas – I think Thomas is done in New Orleans. You think so? Smart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. They're gonna, yeah, they, they're going to move on from him, dude. He's crying about his toe. He hasn't played a full season <laughs> since he had that, since the slant, since we had the slant guy who broke, uh, I think it was, what, Marvin Harrison's record, right, for most receptions yeah, in the season? Yeah. yeah, so slant boy hasn't really done much since – that and it's obviously when you lose Drew Brees, you're gonna get a little down in the dumps. But I think Mike Thomas's days in New Orleans are done, and I don't, Dylan, I don't necessarily see him retiring. I can see him like a team's gonna be so hot on him to where they're like, you know, there's potential in Mike Thomas, so we'll see where that goes with him. You know, he'll get a contract. But I think him Lamar with Taysom Hill and in, in uh, the Saints, even if Michael Thomas is gone, I mean, think about what he could do in that backfield. That's ridiculous. Yeah, for for, for him for him to have Lamar and Olave, that that would be pretty nice. I mean, as it is right now, he really doesn't have any weapons other than Mark Andrews on offense. Literally. Yeah, they never bolstered his wide receiver core. What did they get? A thirty-six-year-old Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Yeah, that, that's like the main – that's the main reason I think that Lamar is done in Baltimore. I feel like there's no trust between him and his front office. Yeah. He probably, he probably feels like they're they're trying to hurt him more than help him. Yeah. But in the offseason last year, they took away his best receiver, his best friend on the team, Marquise Brown, and what did they replace him with? No one. I mean, you got you got Rashad Bateman who got hurt halfway through the season. He wasn't Devin really, Duvernay wasn't really doing much. Devin Duvernay is their number one receiver. Isn't going to work. Bateman looked pretty good though in the beginning of the year. Yeah, he he looked like he, looked he had hard. flashes. He had his flashes. Yeah he, yeah, he had flashes. I mean, he's still young, 
but I yeah I feel like Lamar won't want to go back there. Can any can any of you guys see like Lamar going to Miami if Brady don't or New York? I think New York's a really big cost. Yes, maybe. But I could also see Derek Carr maybe going there too. One of them. Wow, I agree with you. Having him in Miami would Tyreek and him, two most athletic players in the league. Mm, yeah, definitely. And then Waddle too. Waddle's yeah. a freak too, yeah. dude. He's so oh. fast. Man. I would, I would say, yeah, we're gonna see Lamar on a new team. No way Maybe. he plays under a franchise tag. No. Off of this end, now we had Houston going down to the second uh, draft pick in the playoffs or in the draft order, and we have Chicago. Now Chicago doesn't necessarily need a quarterback. I think they just – I know Steven don't like Justin Fields at all. At all. But, but uh, when you almost broke the record for rushing and you didn't have anyone besides who? Claypool, who I, – I don't even – he might have maybe put up, what, 170 yards since he's been in Chicago, to be honest. So I don't – I think that Chicago is using that draft pick. This is my opinion. I think Chicago's – using that draft pick because there's teams like Arizona doesn't need a, a quarterback, but Indy, there's teams that are going to be – there's teams that are going to be going and giving, giving them a lot of firepower underneath that first pick. Who – I want your guys' opinion. Is it, is it Bryce Young that's the first overall pick? Uh, he's projected to go number one. At least he was before Chicago got it. Yeah, he's definitely the best quarterback, Bryce Young. So, yeah, I think the Bears have all the power that they want. They have the most cap room. They have the first overall pick, which they didn't necessarily need. If they didn't have the first overall pick, I was thinking they'd go Will Anderson. But is Justin Fields in jeopardy, or are they going to use this for firepower? Yeah, I agree with, with what you said about the draft, Luke. I, I feel like that the Bears getting the number one pick is huge, not just for the Texans, but for all of the other quarterback-hungry teams. I mean, if the Texans would have just lost their game and got the first overall pick, they they would have had their guy. Bryce Young would have been guaranteed in Houston. Yeah. Now that they're at the second pick, teams could jump them, trading with the Bears, and uh, there's a lot of teams that would be willing to give up a lot for that number one pick. So I feel like Houston lost out a lot, and Lovey Smith is probably loving every second of it. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely I is. See, I know. I know Houston has two two first rounders. They have the second, and they have the twelfth as well. So maybe I can see them jump and be like, "All right, you just want Will Anderson? Here, we'll give you." The second pick and the twelfth pick, and maybe, dude, knowing that the receiver hungry, does Brandon Cooks maybe get traded over to Chicago? Because I know D Hop with the big D Hop speculation is D Hop is targeted to either be a Patriot or the big one in Chicago. So is Chicago rebuilding, and is if Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC North? That's free game, I think. I don't think Minnesota's really going to necessarily be that team. I mean, if I was the NFL GM of the Chicago Bears, and you are all going to hate me for this one, but I just 
I'm not a fan of a franchise quarterback that's a running quarterback. I just if you're running almost or just as much as you are throwing the ball, you don't you don't last. I mean, like you might you're going to be good for a few years. You might you know sneak a Super Bowl, but like let's be real, like franchise quarterbacks. Name like a few of the greats that were like that won a bunch of Super Bowls, like and have been running consistently, like every single year. Like you get injured. Like people are you're going to start getting injured. Lamar's getting injured. Justin Fields got injured at the end of the year. Like when you're running that much, it's not going to work. And we all know Justin Fields isn't the greatest passer, which he has improved this year, if I, in my opinion. But I, I mean, I think teams would give a lot for him just off of this past year. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. if you could get if you could get a first rounder out of him and then use your first pick to get Bryce Young, and you still have another one to get yeah. him a weapon or something, like get him another weapon or something like that. You know, Claypool's there, but get him like someone better than Claypool. He could be like you know mm. your your two, three guy. I mean, I think that's the best route to go, but I mean, I think they're just going to keep him because most teams, once they have their like quote unquote franchise guy, they usually stick with them. Cause like, yeah, you know, they, they drafted him pretty early. So he, he'd, he'd have, he'd have a lot of guaranteed money from his signing that they'd lose if they got rid of him. But again, yeah, I could see Bryce Young going to Chicago if they want to get rid of fields. I don't necessarily see see that happen. I think they're just going to go and f- bolster that team, that unit. And Fields, I just think, needs a little bit of help around him. That's my prediction. I think Fields just – not prediction, just it's kind of obvious that I don't think Fields would be running the ball if he was able to throw to someone. Claypool in Pittsburgh was just your big, hey, throw it up to me. And make a play happen. He's not a good route runner. The guy I like in Chicago is Darnell Mooney. Yes. And I know, I think um, Montgomery is a free agent after this. And I've been reading reports that Saquon it might be their next go-to running back. Giants are definitely going to keep Saquon Bart. They have to. They're going to build around him and Danny, Daniel Jones. They have to. Yeah, I agree with you, Cam. I, I think they definitely have to build around maybe not Danny Dimes, but hey, I mean, he ha- he didn't play a, a piss-poor season, so I could see them going with Danny Dimes for, hey, can we sign you for a year or two, you know, and go off that. I don't see the Bears, dude, moving away from Justin Fields at all. Like, I feel like they're going to either trade that number one pick and just stack the team or they're going to take Will Anderson number one. Mm. You just drafted Justin Fields. Why would you trade him away? You know what I mean? I don't like him personally. I wouldn't – I would rather like Justin or Jalen Hurts and stuff like that. But mobile quarterbacks are the future of the NFL, dude. Dual-wheeled quarterbacks are the future of the NFL, and that's what he has the potential to be, man. He has the potential to be like Jalen Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts wasn't that good last year. You know what I mean? People were bashing him. I was included in that. But a lot can happen in an offseason, man. You know what I mean? Like, he's his legs are obviously good. He's obviously the surpassed Lamar in running talent as of right now. Like, his, his running talent's phenomenal. If he can just get his arm under control, in my opinion, that could be their franchise guy. You know what I mean? And you don't necessarily have to – like when the year comes, you don't necessarily have to pay Justin Fields a ton of money, you know what I mean? Because he's not a great quarterback, you know what I mean? But he is good. I would put him a little bit above average, but I wouldn't put him at like top six, 
You know what I mean? But you know that there's teams that are willing to go and give that big contract up. Yeah. No, there definitely is, but I just don't think, in my opinion, I don't think he's worth that much. I mean, Lori, with, with you saying, like, you know, you just drafted him, why would you get rid of him? I'll tell you something. The best GMs and the best teams in the league, best organizations, are the ones that take their losses and move on as fast as possible. People that hang on, like, oh, I drafted him in the first round. We're going to hang on to him for – couple more years develop them like you know you got two or three years if you're not there like the best ones are going to move on and just keep going trying to trying to figure it out so I yeah mean, but I if, think if you're breaking, if you're breaking records down that's what i'm saying yeah he's playing he's feet are obviously doing it for them but it's just and can he so basically and it's and just dylan, dylan, you know best. dylan you dylan you know a best if Dak Prescott did not break his ankle, he would still be sort of more of a mobile QB. He, he never was really. No, he was no, no, yeah, he. But wasn't. he did run sometimes, especially in his run, earlier days. And you know, I really hope in the playoffs he, like, when it matters. I mean, I think he will run a little bit more than he has done this whole year. But I don't think he's in. He just, and I, I don't get it. Like you know, I watch when I'm watching games, I see like, and it's not just Dak. It's the same thing with like Geno and stuff like that. I'm watching these games and. They step up in the pocket and they're like, they see someone downfield, but like, I'm like, dude, just look down. There's 20 yards of open grass, just run and slide. Like, that's all you got to do. But sometimes they make the game more difficult than it does. And they take this huge shot downfield and they don't get the first down. And then you're punting the ball. So, you know, I think you just got to pick and choose the right times and definitely never take hits. I don't want my quarterback taking hits whenever. I want. I hate that about Jalen Hurts, dude. He takes too many hits. now, Now, if it's in the playoffs and it's, you know, fourth down and you're going for a first down, yeah, obviously put your shoulder down. We're going for that first down. It don't matter. But other than that, I mean, you got to just take your slide and take your down. Yeah, I, I yeah, I definitely believe Jalen Hurts is, is taking very, very crucial hits. You know, he's it's not that he's taking a read options and he's going towards the out-of-bounds. There's read options that he goes between the tackles, or, or between the guard and the tackles, and then he's getting hit. You know, I think that I th- I think his rushing average was only like five yards a carry, maybe four and a half. So he was he was not getting really. He had big runs. I think it was the Green Bay game that he had a huge run, and mo- uh, a few others. But Jalen Hurts, I think, also takes uh, hits, dude. So. Off with that said, yeah. Off with that said, I think I think we're gonna see the future is is in running QBs. And off that, we're gonna go wrap this up with the uh, fade podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in on episode five, and we'll see you around. Tune in. We have the Philadelphia podcast. We also have a merchandise store to go and look in the link. And we're happy to have you. Thank you for all the fans that are out there.